0: Buffalo Wild Wings has specials on food from three to six, Monday through Friday, and great deals on drinks all day. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What, no, no. Try a $3 Wild Herd by Goose Island. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and-
1: Ha ha ha, seriously?
0: Head to Buffalo Wild Wings. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only, drink responsibly. Offers vary by location, void where prohibited. And welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, coming to you from our broadcast center in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talk Star Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to send me an email, Exxon at XONRadio TV.com on all social media sites, exxon Radio TV. And um, If you'd like to check out the other programming we have available for you 24-7-365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, just visit our website at www.xzbn.net. Well, Exxon Nation, as you know, today is February the 8th and it is Boy Scouts Day, Fat Thursday Laugh and Get Rich Day, National Kite Flying Day, National Molasses Bar Day, Opera Day and Propose Day seems that they've got a day for everything these days. Uh, Well, let's just take a look at one of them. Uh, We'll look at National Boy Scouts Day. Since 1910, boys across America have been going and doing good deeds, learning survival skills, and developing uh, moral foundations through the Boy Scouts of America. February the 8th annually recognizes National Boy Scouts Day. The Boy Scouts of America has its roots in the British Boy Scouts Organization, which was created in 1908 after the success of the book Scouting for Boys by Robert Baden-Powell on a foggy day in London an American newspaper man William Dixon Boyce became lost when a boy scout came to his assistance with the boy's guidance Boyce arrived at his destination when Boyce offered payment for the assistant the boy scout refused explaining it was a good deed Boy scouts have had a, prof- a profound impact in the United States many presidents and other dignitaries have been Boy Scouts. A total of 181 astronauts have also been part of the Boy Scouts program. Um, and let me see. Here's a here's a fun fact. Studies have shown that the average person believes he or she will live a longer and healthier life than the average person. And talk about <laughs> yeah. And talk about food for thought. Never say goodbye when you're when you still want to try. Never give up when you can still take it. And never say you don't love them when you can't let them go. There you go. Some food for thought from the pages of Did You Know by Yours Truly, Rob McConnell. It's available on Amazon.com. My guest this hour is a lady who is no stranger to the X-Zone. Her name is Rose Rosetree, And uh, Rose has helped thousands of uh, as people as teacher and energy spiritualist healer over a 39,700 copies, or is it over 350,000 copies of her books, are in print. And she is known for her innovative system at the leading edge of mind, body, spirit. They include trademark systems for face reading, oral reading, empath empowerment, and cutting cords of attachment. Boy, I know a couple of mothers who could really uh, work on that. Uh, Rose also (laughs) pioneered the first system for training empaths to become skilled, and she has developed the 21st century field of Rose Tree Energy Spirituality. Joining me now from a hot tub somewhere in the United States that is bubbling with bubbles, made of champagne, is my friend Rose Rose Tree. Hey, Rose, how are you?
1: I am fine, and I'm thrilled that this is National Boy Scout Day because I'm the mother of an Eagle Scout, and when we, my husband and I were raising our, our son... Uh-huh. My husband was a den leader, and I want to say a special hi to all of you scouting families who might be listening, because it really was a great thing for our family, and I hope it is for yours, too.
0: Yeah, I'm, in fact, my, my uncle was a scoutmaster, my father was an assistant scoutmaster, and I was a troop leader. Yeah, that's the only way I could get to meet women, and they were the girl guides on the brownies. It worked. Yes, right yes. So, what have you been up to since you and I last chatted? Are you still face reading? Are you obviously you're still writing? You're becoming one heck of a well-known author out there, my dear. Where do you find the time? Where do you find the time, Rose?
1: Um, I try and pull it out of my clock, and I try and pull out more than twenty-four hours, but somehow I haven't achieved that knack yet.
0: Yeah, I know that feeling. But mostly,
1: you too, huh? Mm -hmm. You do a lot in a day.
0: Yeah, because my day starts at 7 in the morning and finishes at 3 in the morning, and somewhere I try and get three or four hours sleep.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I think one reason both of us really find a way to do a lot is that we're helping people, and our work inspires us. This is one of the things we have in common.
0: You, you are so true. You are so true because uh, there are so many people who work against what, they should be working with these days. And I've said for many of years, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And who wants to be part of a problem anymore? Who wants to stick their head in the sand with their butt up in the air, chancing it may become a bicycle rack instead of doing something positive and helping people?
1: It, it, and, you know, one nice thing is that sometimes people, maybe some of you who are listening, are right now in jobs you don't absolutely adore. Mm-hmm. But that's the livelihood part. And then there's all the other interactions that we have, meeting people on the street yeah. and on on the block and in our own families. And one thing, talk about what what I do in my work. One of the things I do, as you know, besides reading faces, is reading people's auras. Mm-hmm. And one concept that I don't think I've ever talked about from our champagne bubble place of inspiration is auric modeling have you ever heard rob of auric modeling
0: no i haven't
1: what i mean by that is that that energy field around you or anyone who's alive that energy field is full of information and it's true information and that information in your aura it's like you're a model in a fashion show and everybody can see your aura only hears the catch We see everybody's aura and understand it subconsciously. So we're modeling our auras to other people subconsciously. It does impact them, even if we don't talk to them a whole lot, just passing people on the street. Auric modeling, though, is only there in energetic, real time. So if you are texting or emailing or you're on social media, you don't allow other people... You just can't allow other people to experience your auric modeling, and you don't get inspired by them, but otherwise, it really is a, a factor, and it is a way that we make an enormous difference, even though it doesn't usually make it onto the media, and I guess today mm-hmm. is the first official time, thanks to you, Rob.
0: Wow. How did you come up with this concept, my dear?
1: Well, I do a lot of reading auric appliance. Yes. yeah. And so I do sessions to help them with R-E-S, that's Roastry Energy Spirituality for short, you know, R-E-S, energy reading sessions, and sometimes energy healing sessions, and sometimes empath coaching, and sometimes enlightenment coaching. And for most of those sessions, I am reading people's Auras for part of it. Occasionally, I get to do face reading sessions, and I'm glad we're getting to talk about some face reading today, but really, people are just full of information and there are skills that i make available and i guess skills other people teach too. you know i'm not the only teacher in this world not the only teacher you've interviewed rob and so when you get skills you can learn so much about people in order to help you be more successful and just bring more juiciness Mm -hmm. and, and fun and growth into your life
0: but how can that how can we accomplish that rose with the the amount of stress and the amount of work and the social unrest that everyone is feeling today—how is that possible?
1: It, you know, it is a pressure. I get it because you know I live in this world too. Sure. <laughs> and by now I'm sixty-nine, so I've lived in this world a while, and I oh. can tell the contrast. Oh
0: come on! You're not sixty-nine for goodness' sake.
1: Not not on. I am until March. Then I get in the big seven decades. Oh no. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Yeah. God bless but, you. You know, it, it doesn't have to take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. For instance, learning face reading, and I recommend the system, I use face reading secrets. You could pull out your book of the new power of face reading. Right. You could read for five minutes, and the rest of the day try out that thing you learn about people's cheeks or people's ears or people's noses, and it's so much fun. It just gives you a giggle, and it also can be practical because you're learning about what makes people tick. So, you know, if you choose one thing at a time, that's just going to be your little tiny hobby in terms of time, not in terms of how it inspires you, then you can develop skills. And here's something that just has me very, very happy today, that one of the people who's been studying some of the online courses that I've developed, these online on-demand courses, you know, you do with your computer, that kind of thing, Um, I had a session with this woman yesterday. Her name is Leanne, and um, it was a session of R.E.S. Energy Healing, and she moved into enlightenment, and I validated that after it happened, and I put her on my list of people who've moved into enlightenment who studied with me, and it's not a huge list. She's number 33. You know, this is not like big thousands and millions yeah. of people, but every single person who's moved into a higher state of consciousness and I've had a chance to help, um, there's nothing that makes me happy.
0: Rose, we've got to take our first break. Please stand by. Exonation Rose Rose Tree is our special guest this hour, wwwrose rosetree Com. This is The X-Zone. I am Rob McConnell. The X-Chronicles newspaper for January, February 2018 is now available for you with the compliments of The X-Zone Radio Show, X-Chronicles Newspaper, and our advertisers at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com. That's X-C-H-R-O-N-I-C-L-E-S-N-E-W-S-P-A-P-E-R.com. Find out more Exonation and read reviews on www.genesisgrid.co.uk. That's www.genesisgrid.co.uk. Exonation Nation, Rose, Rose Tree is our special guest this hour, www.rose-rosetree.com is our website. Uh, now, before we go into the break, you were saying that one of the people that you've done work with, uh, I'm sorry, she, she graduated into the world of enlightenment? She
1: moved into enlightenment. Now, I know it, people do not talk about that all the time, and sometimes people have no idea what enlightenment means, but I, one of the things that has developed for me is that over the last bunch of years, mm-hmm. I've become a bit of an enlightenment coach, meaning that I help people who want to be what's sometimes called psychologically self-actualized or spiritually self-realized or spiritual enlightenment. And so I've, because I have those skills of aura reading, plus a lot of background about consciousness, even before I started doing R.E.S., I, um, I, I help people in that way.
0: Well, what, yeah. is, what is enlightenment? Uh, yeah, enlighten our listening audience who may not know what enlightenment is.
1: Well, one place to start understanding it is if you think about being energy-sensitive. Mm-hmm. And you've heard that term, sure. right? Yeah. And just, you know, these days, anybody who wants to be energy-sensitive is, because we're living in a different time on earth. Mm -hmm. There's a shift into the what I call the Age of Awakening that happened on December 21st, 2012, and by then, for sure, ever since, and it's been a little more than five years, anybody who wants to be energy-sensitive is. So one beginning thing is just noticing energy. That's a, a sweet beginning. And then Sometimes people who have begun to notice energy will have one or more experiences of spiritual awakening. It could be a mystical experience or just a natural high or there's a sense of being one with God or just of people who have an awakening experience don't usually need me or the likes of me to define it. They know Mm -hmm. that from that moment on, your life is different. Because you understand that there is more to life to experience in your awareness than regular physical reality.
0: Well, let me okay. ask you. Let me ask you this, Better. Rose: If if we're talking about energy enlightenment, and that is because of the energy that surrounds us, and that we are we are susceptible to this energy uh, as human beings, because the auric field is just a projection of our energy field based on the electromagnetic field around the Earth and so on and so forth, unless I don't want to get into the physics of it. Is, it, is it possible that the increase in enlightenment can have something to do with the increase of microwave activity within the, within the, uh, the planes these days because of all the cell towers that are out there?
1: I don't think so, so please, none of you who are listening stick your head in a microwave oven and turn it to high. (laughs) I mean, you've you've talked about it seriously in a scientific kind of way, which I admired because I'm not a scientist Mm -hmm. about anything but consciousness and and engineering techniques. But, see, I think um, it is a very, very significant thing, this shift into the Age of Awakening. And up until this point in my career, with the many books that I've published and foreign rights sold, et cetera, the one that I personally consider the most important is called The New Strong. And you're all welcome to preview that at my website or maybe even get it or take a free intro in some lessons about it, because there's a lot that is affecting every one of us, even more than microwave energy and the cell towers. There's something that happened on December twenty first, twenty twelve. But what happened?
0: What happened? Well, you, you see, the, the, what what I'm getting at is that there is no scientific data to substantiate or to support the claims of the New Age movement that something happened with the energy. There is not one ounce of evidence. Well, so, so I'm I'm just wondering. I'm just want I'm just want to clarify. I'm, yeah.
1: Rob, is that with all respect to people who work in New Age and Mm -hmm. those of you who are listeners who are involved in New Age spirituality, I'm actually not. That's one reason I founded a field called energy spirituality, which is not about being a psychic, and it's not about doing energy medicine. It's really very
0: different. Okay okay and now oh, so, all, all right okay I'll give you I'll give you that. However.
1: <laughs> you might as well.
0: <laughs> however, ho- listen, listen, how- however I, I, however yeah. however. However. There is no evidence to substantiate any claim from any field outside of the realm of science to say that something did happen, that there are that there are that energy has increased in any of the spectrums.
1: But I don't think it has, Rob. I don't think that's what happened. And and um, what I do think happened is mm-hmm. that for most of human history, going back hundreds of thousands of years, mm-hmm. there was something that could be called a psychic barrier, if you were speaking the language of psychology, or something called the veil, if you're speaking the language of metaphysics, and that... That psychic barrier kept awareness or consciousness or experience inwardly for most human beings kind of stuck in human-type vibrational frequencies, human life. And, hey, we don't want to knock human life. Brought us microwaves, brought us Boy Scouts, brought us bathtubs, mm-hmm. but <laughs> that's not all there is. That's, that's never been all there is. There is the divine vibrational frequency, which is like your own higher self or the most sacred truth that you might have. And the signature of it is like perfection everywhere now. And then the biggest range of vibrational frequencies is, I believe, astral or psychic in nature. And that's what most of your aura and mine, what our auras are made out of, Rob. And those of you who are listening, same for you. There's a little bit of divine in there, but mostly astral. So this has always been part of life on Earth, but it used to be, before this shift into the age of awakening, it used to be that if you wanted to have experiences of the divine, Mm -hmm. you would meditate your brains out. And I know that because when I studied uh, with Maharishi Mahesh Yogi to become a teacher of transcendental meditation, which I did for a long time. i not to study, but they would teach it. Um, it. It was encouraged to, like, on teacher training courses, meditate your brains out. It wasn't put that, that way, <laughs> but that's what we did. <laughs> we would sit in our little room and we would meditate and do asanas and do breathing exercises. Anyway, a lot of my fellow baby boomers, and many of you who are not that old, you have had times when you worked really hard to do sacred practices whether meditation or tai-, tai chi or whatever you were doing in order to get off of the sense of limitation of being human and have an opportunity to experience the divine and you had i had just about everybody had to work really really hard and then there was a kind of enlightenment that sometimes people moved into I know some of my fellow TM friends from back in the day actually moved into what I call traditional enlightenment, which is very different um, in in technical respects from the kind of enlightenment that's available to people now. And a lot of people now are moving into this age of awakening enlightenment, like my, my student Leanne, and that is available now. And you know, I would love for there to be some scientific investigation of some of the things that I propose and that I teach, and I have some good directions if any of, for research. If any of you are connected up with grant writing or you're getting PhDs, let's talk, let's email, because there's loads of kinds of research that we can oh, do. Okay,
0: so let me ask you this question. Who or what is the divine that you keep talking about?
1: Um. gee, you make it sound like that's all I've been talking about with you. That would be scary. That would make me some kind of divine fancier weirdo. Um, One word for it is God. Okay. Uh, There there are ascended masters like Jesus and Buddha and Krishna and Kuan Yin and Athena, and there are archangels like Archangel Michael. You know, uh, world religions have been founded based on people's, love of or experience of
0: or hearsay of stories that have been passed down from the beginning of recorded time to today
1: well this is where our reading is just the big myth buster rob
0: i don't know about that
1: well let me just tell you this okay that one of my funny little hobbies since like anybody with what i call basic energetic literacy where mm-hmm. you can read aura's of yourself mm-hmm. other people in person or from photographs and do it very accurately learning loads of quality information and this is not psychic work it's not making predictions about it is about who is anyway one of my favorite hobbies is that when i read my morning newspaper which Hi. i still get in hard copy Ooh. the washington post from time to time there will be photographs of religious activists you know Um, I know this isn't a political show, but you can imagine some of the things people might be very proud of doing, like trying to shut down an abortion clinic, or publicly praying to show that theirs is the only true religion. Okay, we've got to take
0: our break. Please stand by. Exxon Nation, Rose Rose Tree is our guest, www.rose-rosetree.com. Are you a believer, or are you a skeptic? Send me your email, exxon at com, and tell me what you think, and also... If there's a guest you'd like us to get on the show, send it along as well. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Don't go away. From our broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond, you're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Media
1: the scientist and the mystic have been on an age-old relentless search with one thing in common. They seek truth. Their paths converge in the 40,000-year-old practice of shamanism, an ancient science delving to the quantum level of life, facilitating healing, manifestation, and evolution. I'm Gwilda Wiecka the founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Arts School, a unique Colorado State certified occupational school training shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also provide classes for empowering personal lives through shamanism. Our certification classes are in week-long segments enabling international participation and online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions are available. Come discover the science of magic in the limitless world of shamanism. www.findyourpathhome.com
0: Welcome back, everyone. For the other shows that we have available for you 24-7, 365 on the exome Broadcast Network, visit www.xedbn.net And you're listening to the Exxon tonight here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, as well as iHeart Radio. Rose Rose Tree is our guest this hour, www.rose-rosetree.com. Um, oh, Rob, be, please let me
1: finish this one thought. It's so quick. Sure. And that and by the way, I heart Rob <laughs> um, when I look at and do our research at people who are publicly demonstrating their religiosity and the fact that they have a direct pipeline to God, almost always it is a holy mess and a shutdown, either arrogant or something else that's rather icky. Mm-hmm. so I can understand why a lot of people are turned off to even the word divine. Yeah. But there are ways to experience it. And, in fact, one of the people I've helped move into enlightenment had a whole blog post at at my blog, Deeper Perception May Practical, about how she was an atheist. Mm-hmm. And then years later she came back and said, oh, I started experiencing this, this thing with energy and a presence, and um, I guess I'm not an atheist. And then a couple years later we had her move into enlightenment. <laughs> so, you never know what might change.
0: At the and, end, but it at, doesn't
1: change without your free will. You uh, know, nobody's going to force you to have an experience of God. Nobody.
0: Well, let, I me, ask, let me ask you, that. is the experience of God real, or is it a placebo effect?
1: Well, you know, a lot of the time, I'm, a, I'm afraid, for some people, it is kind of a fantasy, or um. a placebo effect, and the best they can do. But There is also the possibility of having experiences that show up in a person's aura, and that's how you can tell. You can read certain parts of a person's aura, and you can tell a lot about what's going on, what it's like, plus plenty of other things about a person. Uh And so really, just as mathematics is the language of science, Mm -hmm. the language for understanding what happens with consciousness It's not neuroscience, much as I'm really excited about neuroscience. It is aura reading. You do aura reading, and then you can begin to elaborate systems and methods and ways to evaluate what is really going on in consciousness.
0: Well, let me ask you this. If aura reading is so significant, how come everybody can't do it?
1: But I think everybody can do it. They just need a decent teacher. Why should it be one.
0: something that should be taught instead of something that is inherent?
1: It is totally something most people learn, and it is not inherent. I mean, gee, did you ever have a teacher for word literacy? Did you ever go to school and have somebody help you, or did you just start doing it on your own?
0: started doing it on my own.
1: Me too. <laughs> but, you know, that's the only thing I was precocious at, Rob.
0: <laughs> no, no, but what I'm, what I'm, sa- what I'm saying, Rose is that if aura reading is, is as significant a, as you are saying it is, and it is as natural as you are saying it is, shouldn't it be uh, the same as somebody breathing, somebody thinking, somebody using the muscles in their legs to walk? Why, if it is so significant and can play such a valuable part in a person's life, should it not be part of that person? Why does it have to be taught? And why should that person That's a be learned?
1: Question. Yeah, um, I'll put it this way. I don't make the rules. It's how it is. It's just like for most people, not Rob, but most people, in order to learn how to read words, you have a teacher who will show you phonics and other things. Most people benefit from having somebody teach them a skill. Breathing is not a skill exactly, unless you're doing fancy things with your breathing, you know. Our reading is a skill. But absolutely, in my experience, and I've taught our reading workshops mm-hmm. in America, in Asia, in Europe, and for years and years, every single person is reading ours by the end. Of course people can learn, but there's one big mistake, one big myth that Sets people off and discourages them. What's that? Well, that you have to see the things, or as our bodies, they're three dimensional bodies around your physical body or mm-hmm. mine, and when that information is in there, it's your art is a bunch of information, bits and bytes of information. It's not like something for Instagram. <laughs> Imagine something that doesn't only exist on Instagram, and so. In order to access that, Rob, everybody has a, a set of gifts. I've identified, oh, 12, 15, I don't remember offhand, but a whole bunch of different gifts that people have. And basically, my favorite image for understanding this or, or, or analogy for understanding it is if you look at the nearest door, mm-hmm. find the nearest door where you are, even though we're not having a fire and you don't have to escape. <laughs> you find a door, and imagine that on that door... You have a door-sized display of your personal gifts for deeper perception or our reading. And we've been told it has to be all clairvoyance, especially seeing the colors spelt with the OU Queenie way, you know. Well, that's just hogwash. I'm an example of someone where it's not even on my door of perception to see.
0: But you see, this That's- is what is confusing to John Q. Public, because there are I so. Know. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. There are so <laughs> many.
1: Di- di- there
0: Sorry. are so many different people out there today, and the internet is the biggest, the biggest crock and the biggest, the biggest <laughs> tool <know>. for misinformation <laughs> and bullshit <laughs> that has ever been out there, and you've got all these people telling people totally different things. So how is the public supposed to? know who to believe.
1: Isn't that one of the big questions? Um, You know, one thing I would humbly suggest is Mm -hmm. I make available a five-lesson online course in our reading. It's a free intro. And then if people like it, they can go on uh, and say... Okay, no disrespect to Rose. But they can at least do that.
0: Okay, listen, No no disrespect. Everybody is giving free stuff away on the Internet. Everybody wants people to go to their sites to try something out. Everybody. There's only 24 hours in a day. And I think that somewhere, there's got to be some way where the public, who is being massively targeted by people all over the Internet, Mm -hmm. whether the ads are on Facebook or anywhere else, Mm -hmm. there has to be a way that they can know who is telling the truth and who is selling snake oil.
1: You know, you're, you're raising such a, a wonderful question and I don't have yeah. the answer. It frustrates me a lot. For instance, one of the systems that I've developed to help people that has helped a lot of people, mm-hmm. in their opinion and in, in my opinion, is a system to help empaths called Empath Empowerment and I've written a couple of books with it. In the title, Empowered Empath, and if you go on YouTube or you go on the Internet and you search, you will find loads of people who are using the term Empath Empowerment and Empowered Empath, although I'm the only one with a trademark, and I'm the only one with copyrighted books with that info. And most people can't tell the difference, (laughs) except they might look for the little trademark symbol. But
0: But really, having having a trademark doesn't give credibility. Anyone can get well, a trademark
1: well, but what i'm well, you have to jump through some hoops to get trademarks, and what i 'm saying is that there's just a, a, a plethora of information mm-hmm. uh, and it really takes discernment. I think one thing that you can pay attention to if you 're listening to this tremendously impassioned conversation from the the bubble bath here is to pay attention to what's true for you mm-hmm. and not how many things are being offered to you and not who has a reputation necessarily for being the, the famous one, but just what rings true for you. And then does it make sense? Does it make sense to your mind? I, I guess and that's, if, the,
0: biggest, that's the, biggest, the biggest point is that people need to do what's good for them. And in the, prior to the Internet... There, you know, nobody knew about aura stuff. Nobody knew about the awakening. Nobody knew about uh, Reiki. No, yeah, Very few people, I should say, knew about it because it wasn't, it wasn't splashed all over their life. Mm. And you know what? People did pretty good back then. It's ever since the advent of the Internet and all this information that is, that is being pounded into people... Has there been so much stress and trouble in the world? I think it's not six 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 that is the mark of the beast, it's WWW. Oh gee.
1: Wow. That's that's um a big statement there, Rob.
0: Hey, and that's can... and that's coming from my heart. That's
1: yeah, I I, I can tell. Yeah. I I can... I, I, have I, can... so I, many, I have seen so many I have seen so many people
0: I have seen so many people hurt. I have seen Mm. so many people defrauded. I have seen Mm -hmm. so many people just devastated, believing in people who had nothing but what they believed to be the truth that turned out not to be the truth for the people who were seeking the truth.
1: Well, I think I can match you passion for passion, although not interchangeable ideas here,
0: Rob. All right, stand by. Because. We've got to take our final break, Rose. <laughs>
1: okay. Exonation, Nation, Rose
0: Rosetree is my guest, www.rose-rosetree.com. We'll be back as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Once again, whether you're a skeptic or a believer, send me your email, exxon at com. And um, coming up next week, some super shows. I'll keep that as a surprise until tomorrow night. Don't go away. Named one of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the Zone radio show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201-934-8986 or Skype at Elizabeth.Joyce. And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Exposé Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades, there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings, slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books Rose Rose Tree is our guest, and uh, Rose's website is rose rosetreecom And I, I, you know what, Rose? I've been doing the show for 28 years, five nights a week, four hours a night, sometimes three hours a night, and I've had over 4,600 guests, different guests, not returning guests, including in that. But I, I you know, the, these are different guests, and That's a over lot of the guess. and over the 28 years, nothing has changed. Nothing. We have people talking about a better world. We hear about people who are talking about UFOs, Bigfoot, ghosts, Sasquatch, Loch Ness Monster, Lake Monsters, anci- uh, and, and all of these topics. Nothing, Rose, changes. Nothing. There has the evidence substantiating any of these claims is non existent. It goes on the belief. Of the listener, the belief of the viewer, the belief of the reader. Where, where does the responsibility start? Where do we take responsibility for all of the stuff that is out there? Who's responsible? Where does the responsibility lie? One answer that I have to
1: that huge question, Rob, is that for an individual, Mm -hmm. you have something that you can call common sense, which a lot of people have kind of not been using as much since December twenty first, 2012, and the Age of Awakening started. For instance, on your show or off your show, you may have heard a lot of people talking energy talk, like you say, how did your date go yesterday, Gladys? And she'll say, oh, well, when Joe picked me up, his energy was kind of like he wasn't that interested in me. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, instead of talking about what people say and do, going off into energy.
0: I, I've got to be honest with understandable,
1: you. Understandable. But it's because so many people are energy sensitive. I've and got to be honest struggling. with
0: you. I've got to be honest with you. That never comes up in a conversation I have. The only time I hear about energy or awakening is doing this show. Whether I go to a business meeting, whether I go and do a public speaking engagement, whether or not I'm meeting with other members of the media, planning stuff, the word energy rarely comes up, if ever.
1: Well, it might be a difference about being in Canada here in America. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I I deal, I deal with I deal with people. They all good energy. I deal with all people all over the world, Rose.
0: I deal with people all over the ro- uh, all over the world, just not Canada. In fact, Canada is a very sm- Canada is a very small part of our business model. Uh-huh. So, whether I'm dealing with uh, my my partners in Florida or my partners in Japan, my partners in uh, in Czechoslovakia or in Germany, wherever The energy flow, energy word does not come up. If it does, I I, I don't know where it does, but I don't hear it.
1: It would be interesting for some of you who are listening to share what your experience is, because you may have the same experience as Rob, or you may have an experience... um, more like me and, and many of my clients. Well, I, I that would imagine people the people are swimming in energy. And so just as a practical point mm. for people who are, and Rob, I think, although you're not encountering it, there are many people who are. One way to deal better with making choices about how to grow and what's helpful and what's real is to do exactly what Rob does and live in the world of reality rather than bringing energy in the way many people do Do.
0: I see people who talk about energy and talk about the awakening and, and I'm not talking about you heroes. I'm not talking about you. Many other people that I've had on the show, I see them using it as an excuse on why their lives aren't working. Because they don't I have know, the, I hate that. they don't have the right energy. <laughs> it's karma. You know, know, it's this, it's that, or I, I, I'm a failure. <laughs> the only reason you're a failure is that you didn't get up, get on the horse again, and you didn't recognize that the failure you had was a lesson to success.
1: I know. I agree. I agree.
0: Any, any, vehemently. Is that yeah. a way
1: to, to agree vehemently?
0: I think so. Yeah. Especially in this case.
1: It, I mean, you know, you've had all those decades doing your show. I started working teaching Transcendental Meditation Mm -hmm. in 1970. wow! And I've been working full-time in mind, body, spirit, or whatever it's been called through to now, and I don't plan to retire because that would be so boring because I'm having a ball, and it does seem that I'm helping people. (laughs) At least, not just my little fantasy, but they are reporting that it's helping them, you know? So, it's like in poker, I'll see you and I raise you. I've had so many people come to me who had various initiations and attunements, and we do sessions of um, RES Energy Healing, and we'll spend a whole session undoing when somebody was taught a particularly corrupt version of Reiki. I mean, some Reiki is okay, but a lot of Reiki by now is really energetically corrupted. Um, people have been bringing their hopes and yes, their hard-earned money and Their time to do things that are definitely, as you were saying before, fraudulent, fraudulently labeled. Sometimes the person doesn't know better. Sometimes the person does know better. And as an honorable person, doing what I can to make a difference in the realm of spiritual Mm -hmm. growth and personal development, it is something I live with every day to bring honor to this and to help people who find what I do helpful and and assist them. Um, It is a very confusing time. It's tremendously confusing. I really do think that one thing that can bring a lot of clarity is for people to learn that stage three energetic literacy, which is like word literacy, because then if you're thinking of, say, taking a yoga class, you can find a photo of the yoga teacher and check out what's going on. Is the person for real? Is that person trying to recruit you into a cult? What's going on? Well, all right, but you can, it, you can find that out. You really the can. Way, the
0: way I see it is that people who are very weak are the people who go seeking the new answers outside of the realm of irrational thinking. Hmm. They are very weak. They're not strong people. If, the, if a person has to go out seeking guidance in an alternative field, in my opinion, they are very weak because they do not have the ability to face life, work their own problems out. They're seeking outside justification for their failures instead of looking in the mirror and grabbing reality by the shoulders on the other side of that mirror and shaking the hell out of it. And saying, you know what? You can do this yourself. You do not need anybody else. You don't need anybody. The answers are within you. All you need to do is take an honest, hard, good look at yourself. And that is what people are not doing anymore. They're seeking the fast answers. They're seeking the easy answers. They're seeking an easy way out because they don't take responsibility for their actions anymore.
1: You know, the part of what you said that I really love is the part about the honesty and integrity. And I think when in regular, everyday life, we live with integrity mm-hmm. and we do our reasonable best, then we do grow faster. Well, there should, there will, there should be no such thing. People th- who, who, like me, definitely are more spiritually oriented than you are at this time, Rob. But that, I don't think that makes us weak. But different. Well, I, I, what's important is that we do live with honor and integrity, and that we grow the best we can.
0: Well, you see, it it's, it should not be. You do you try to do the best you can. You have to do your very best because if you're not doing your very best, you're not only you're not only letting yourself down, but you're letting everyone else around you down. So, no matter what, if you're if you're Sam, the guy who sells ice cream at at the CNE, or if you're uh, Bill Gates, or, or if you're anyone who is in power, the President of the United States, the President, uh, the Prime Minister of Canada, you need to do your very best. You give it 150%, because if you don't, you're letting yourself down, like I said, and you're letting those around you down. And if people would stop getting on to the, oh, geez, I'm so sorry, train, and pull up their socks pull up their pants, and face life, make the changes they need to make themselves, because, like I said, the answer was, is within. The problems that society is facing today, I believe, would wither away to nothing. There are those people who are waiting for the second coming of Christ. I've got an issue. He's not coming. I've got, they're, they're, I would
1: agree. There's
0: people who are waiting for the extraterrestrials to land and to solve all their problems. I've got news for you. They're not coming either. There are people who are waiting for messages from the other side to give them the answers to the problems on this side of the veil. And I've got news for them. It's bullcrap. There's nobody there. You die, you're gone, that's it, goodbye. People need excuses. And I think that is why today a lot of people are leaving organized religion and finding religion within themselves. We've got to say so long for tonight, Rose. I thank you so much for joining us. This is the X-Zone. I am Rob McConnell. For Rose Rosetree has been our guest, www.rose-rosetree.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget, you can find out more about the X-Zone and the X-Zone Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away.